0: So we're holding by Malacham Aleph where a parak has pasuk has vav the shiur started as a li l'nisma Sicheskel Shraga ben Avram Yehuda also be Aschus ben Daniel Chaim Shem as well as Aschus for Shloimeh Chaim Moshe Shua ben Malka and Tinoch ben Chaya. So we finished learning about the transactions between Hiram and Shloimeh, and now we transition to talk about the various construction projects that Shloimeh undertook. Next time we will see who exactly. Shlemai utilized for this construction. So Pasuk Tazva, V'Zed Devar HaMas, this is the Mas. Now, mass normally means a tax. So for example, in the Megillah, V'Yosem HaMelech, Achashverosh Mas Ala Oretz, Achashverosh put a tax. But here in this context, it doesn't mean a tax for like paying money. It actually means a conscription of labor. That Shlemai forced certain people, certain nations, we'll see next time who exactly, but Shlemai forced them and imposed them to work in the construction of his various projects. So, V'zedvar Hamas, and this is the uh, 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 conscription requirement, that Shalimai impose Livnos' Beis Hashem to build, to be involved in the construction of the Beis via vias Beisai, and his palace, vias Hamilai, and the Milai, we'll see what that is momentarily, Vias Choymas Yerushalayim, as well as the walls of Yerushalayim, Via Chatzer, Via Megiddo, Via Gazer, as well as the cities or fortresses that were located in Chatzer, Megida, and Gazer. Now, what is the Milay? We're familiar, obviously, with the Beit Samigdosh, we're familiar with Shalemesh Palace, we learned about it. What is the Miloy? And it's important to know what this is because this is going to be actually the item, the, the um, main point that Yeravam, or one of the main points that Yeravam uses to criticize Shlaimai, and that's going to be uh, the seeds of what ultimately brings about the division of the two Shvatim and the ten Shvatim. So what is the Milai? So Milo'i Rashi says this from the word Malay, that it was an area in the ear David that was full, it was full, maybe it was full of uh, dirt, or it was a landfill, with some sort of retaining wall. The Radak says that it was an open plaza where, which would fill up with people, so it was used for large gathering. The Abarbanel says that it was a moat that was filled with water. So various varies on what the Miloi was. David had built up the city from the Miloi and inward, which we learned about in Shmuel Beis. Now Shloimoi continues this work of David by building up the Miloi itself and extending the ear David further. Now, if the year David, which obviously is has the din of Yerushalayim, is going to be extended, then you have to build a new wall around the city because in order to eat the Karbanos in Yerushalayim, so the area would have to be surrounded by a wall and, and and the level of Kedusha elevated to be able to eat Kachim Kalim. So therefore, since Shleimah extended the city, he had to extend the wall around the city as well to enable... Uh, uh, Kachim column to be eaten, Kachim Kalam has to be eaten within the walls of Yerushalayim. So that's why by extending out from the Miloian onward, he also had to deal with the Chaymas Yerushalayim. Now again, these uh, uh, three places, Chatzar, Megiddoi, and Gezer were in the Galil and they were fortified cities that Shleimai set up. They were strategically located throughout the, throughout the land, throughout the uh, country. Now, the Navi in Pasuk Te digresses to explain why the city of Gezer needed to be rebuilt. So Pasuk Te Paroi Melch Mitzrayim Allah, Paroi, the king of Mitzrayim, had come up, Vayil Kaid as Gezer, he conquered the city of Gezer, Vay Yisrofa Ba'esh, and he burnt it in fire. Vyasa Kanani Ayoshe Ba'ir he killed out all the Kanani inhabitants of that city, Vayitna Shiluchim and he gave it as a wedding present to his daughter Shloimai. So this is explaining why Shlomai felt it necessary to rebuild Gezer. It was one of the few strongholds that remained in the hands of the Canaanim after Yehoshua's conquest of Eretz Yisrael. Parai eventually conquers it, burns it to the ground. Later, he gave it to his daughter, says the Malbim, as a wedding gift in order that Shlomai should now uh, rebuild it. Now Gezer and, we'll see in the next pasuk, uh, um, um so next possible Shlomai has base built up Gezer and also base churan, the the lower base Charon. So what's the lower base Charon? So first of all, they were Gezer and the Lower Base Charon. They were located in the center of the country, right on the southern border of the Chelek that belonged to Ephraim. The Mabim explains that there's the lower base Charon and the upper base Charon. They were two adjacent cities mentioned in Sefer Yeshua. Apparently, the lower base Haran had been destroyed. Shlomei rebuilt it as a residential city. And then subsequently, he fortified both the lower city and the upper city, which that is mentioned, the fortification of both cities is mentioned in Divrei HaYam. Pasuk Yitches continues, V'yas Balas, the city of Balas, via Tadmar. It is a Korean exiv, it's written Tamar, but it's pronounced Tadmar, Bamidbar, Baaretz, in the desert near the populated area. Ari Miskanois normally translated as storage cities, like it's used in Sefer Shmois. The uh, Barbanel says another shot that it actually could refer to Ari Miskanois, cities of poverty. And the Barbanel explains that Shleimoi here, the Pasuk is telling you, did not neglect the poorest cities of Eretz Yisrael. He built up the poor ones just the same as he built up the wealthy ones. He did not discriminate. Now there's an interesting mechashai. For those who, who are familiar with the mechashai, the mechashai is not really a Parish on Navi, but he is uh, pretty much on every page. He comes to tell you the proper wording, the proper grammar, uh, trying to um, tell you which nekudos, uh, the proper way to pronounce the words. That's really what the mechashai does. So he's not a common mechashai that I, I think I've mentioned previously. Yet here, uncharacteristically, he talks about this Kriyank Siv on the word Tadmar Tamar. He explains that the based on the Gemara, this is a Gemara in Yevamus, the Gemara says that we don't accept Gehrim from, from Tarmudim, from the people of Tarmudim. Why? So Rashi explains that the reason is because uh, it's based on a Gemara in, 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 um, in, um, in, I'm sorry, it's based on a Medrash. The Medrash says that the Tarmudim helped our enemies. That they rebelled against us, that they uh, assisted our enemies, they were Shutfis in both Khurbanois. And in fact, when the Medras says, when Hashem tells Avram, the Yirash by the Akkadah, says, the Yirash Shar Sainov, Rebi said that's Tarmud, that we eventually would defeat the Tarmudim, the Tarmudim would be destroyed. Now, the Tarmudim, the Mishashai says, he's bringing down, is these people here, Tadmar, that Shleimai went and built up their city, and they double-crossed us, they backstabbed us, and they assisted our enemies, instead of being thankful for the chesed that Shloimah did with them by building up their city of Tarmud, they instead went, and they uh, assisted our enemies, both the Babylonians by the first Khorban and the Romans by the second Chorban. And he says that's exactly why the name is changed here, even though the Gemara calls them the Tarmudim, they refer to here as Tadmar, in order to change their name, first of all, the way it's written is Tamar from Alushan of Tamura, that they changed who they were. They changed their, their allegiances. That's, uh, tam- that's why it's written Tamar. But even the word Tadmar is changed from Tarmud because of the fact that we don't want to give credence to the fact that these are the same people, the Tarmudim, that, that double-crossed us, that, that backstabbed us. And so therefore, we call the city here by a different name than what they were actually known as.